The Chestnut Fantasy League fucks. No, they actually suck dick. But other than that, we're good. I love Mitch. I like football. Okay, we're starting. We're playing. We are back. We're back. Episode eight. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute, Pete. Been yeah. a minute. Uh, I like how the episode eight says pre-draft anal. You tried to do that, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, no, I did anal on purpose. Um, <laughs> just ask Tracy. So oh, fuck. This will be an extra extra long, <laughs> extra long COVID nineteen uh, coronavirus quarantine pod. Oh, it's gonna be so long. But yeah, the Burbs boys are back. Tell us what we're doing today. Well, we got a. Uh, we'll go through a few different things here. We got the end of the year, uh, end of the year party recap, the um, awards, rules changes, uh, Brian's winnings, and uh, mostly just because that's notable, I think, and stupid. Uh, we'll do a little bit of. Uh, looks like Pete's got a mock draft on here. Yeah, breakdown. It was really fun, break- actually. <laughs> was it? I like it. Uh, we'll talk about thirteen and fourteen a little bit. Um, mock draft. And uh, I did a, a bunch of the free agency, like where everybody is now, where the players moved. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff on that. A lot so of could a, take a little bit. A lot of tight end talk. A lot of tight end. Any tight end that moved <laughs> is getting mentioned because hey, we're tight end premium. And uh, speaking of anal, you know, gotta love that tight end. So love it. Uh, are we rolling again? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, the end of the year party recap. The awards recap is, we don't really remember who got what, so we're just going to skip that one. Um, rule changes. The There were 16 rules that we voted on, so it was good. Dudes came prepared and we had some stuff to actually talk about. Um, let's see. I guess I'll just go through that right now. But uh, Brian wanted to add a flex spot. Nope, that was voted down. One vote by Brian. Uh, one vote by Brian, <laughs> so that was voted down fast. Pansky's tight end premium was voted in, so all that is, right, is tight ends now get a full point yep. per reception? Yep. Okay, so that was that was pretty – I can't believe that got voted in. But, Seven votes. Um, it's funny. It's in. If you're there and you don't – or if you don't like it and you weren't there, shut up. Uh, Pansky, 24-hour mandatory response by trades. Uh <laughs> I know that he probably was mad that that was not voted in, but that did not make it in. Um, Pansky scrapped the entire scrapped the Empire redraft rule. That is no longer a thing. Um, the extra twenty five bucks that we all put in uh, goes. It just goes to a back to back winner. It does not mean that we reset the entire league. Right. Um, and then full dynasty this year was vote. Uh, full dynasty for this season, the twenty twenty season, was voted down. But uh, we did vote in a dynasty for 2021. Right. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, the biggest change, obviously, is adding 13 and 14 to the league, and that would be Connie and Prinkles. Yep. So all the so Prink and Doyle got three of the unprotected players. They get the 13th and 14th pick in each round yep. of this year's draft, and uh, we all keep eight. We can all have eight going into the draft, which we just kind of took care of that last week. Pete, you went in and axed all the guys that were beyond the eight. Oh, no, I, th- I think that worked. I think everyone, I think it makes sense. 
Yeah, because otherwise, why did we have our keepers set? Right, you know? exactly. So, um, Prink was sassy about some shit on there. I guess something didn't work well, the way you wanted. And, he took uh, the wrong thing. Obviously, I should have. I could have told him where to look. But yeah, whatever. Well, it worked out. It was fine. He threw his he threw his little tantrum there and got what he wanted. So this team's not gonna good. be good anyway. It's okay. Exactly. It's gonna be trash. So I mean, whatever. Um, cap the number of draft rounds. So we have that. Uh, that's a new rule for this year. Six round draft, no matter what. Eight votes, yes. So, so any yeah. draft pick beyond round seven is or beyond round six is completely useless. Because, right. So that just basically you know, means those of you that have draft picks. Um, and you don't have them, the only way to get fill your roster is after the draft through yep. the waiver process. So that'd be really which, fun. Which I think, I, I mean, that was a rule I proposed. I think it's funny, and it makes draft picks way more valuable uh, going into the trade and everything. Uh, Liberty wanted a super flex. That got voted down. Yep. Brand Jordan's rule uh, <laughs> was voted in. This was a rule that we've already executed on. But a true expansion draft where you have one unprotected guy on your team uh, and they can, 13 and 14 could grab that guy. So that's what we did when we expanded. Um, in that expansion, do you remember who those were? So they each yeah. got to take so one guy. Originally, so obviously Doyle picked um, uh, Drew Locke and a tight end, a look. But yeah, the unprotected players went out, and this is where Connor screwed up and like, look at the wrong list of players that were available. So yeah. so eventually... Oh, wait, breaking tight end news. Jaguars signed Tyler Eifert. Dude, this is a tight end Just league. right now. Tight end league. <laughs> yeah, um, I forget who they picked, but Connor picked I know, Drew Locke. I know Prank took Kenyon Drake, and yep. Connor took Drew Locke. Yep. But I thought they got, they got one more guy. There's so many on that list. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Brandjord gets gets first. Oh yeah, extension. So since uh, Prink was there, he got the first two picks, or he gets thirteen and thirteen, and right. Doyle gets fourteen and fourteen. So yep. we can all now officially label Prink as thirteen and and Doyle as fourteen. Correct. Prink said, "If someone finishes worse than both of those two teams, him and Doyle." Uh, they get public shaming. They have to sing at the the winner of the league gets to choose their karaoke song. Correct. Or no, Prink, Prink and Doyle get to tr- pick their karaoke song. Yeah, I forget, song. Who, I, get, I forget who gets to choose it, but someone gets to choose their song. Yeah, somebody gets to choose their song, but they do get some uh, some additional public shaming. Phil, six-seed swap rule. Uh, highest points. That was voted in. Fuck, that's going to be... If we can do it in the app. That's funny. But, yep, you can. So this... The sixth seed will be bumped out of the playoffs if the if they for the highest points total, right? Which would have happened last year if that rule was still in, and we went yeah. through it, and Liberty would have won the league if he would have went in. Hilarious! He would have won the whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that's funny. So, how does that work? So, it, it, if does the sixth seed automatically get bumped out, or no. only if? There's so, somebody with more points on, right. on the regular season than them. So if someone gets into the sixth seed, and, but someone out of the playoffs traditionally has mm-hmm. more points than that person, they swap. Okay. It is wild, man. That is wild. That's funny. Um, 
Phil proposed 12 roster spots this year. That was voted in. Tommy O wanted a full point for PPR for running back. That was voted down. Pete, you put draft during draft weekend. That so, was voted eight votes yes. So, so I guess we should have went back to the rules when we looked at uh, whether or not the when we were going to do our draft now that we're all quarantined. But it looks like NFL draft weekend is and for, always will be the draft for the Chestnut Fantasy League. So. Correct. Until we change that rule, that is that's what's on the record. Right. So yeah, those are the rules. I uh, doesn't really drastically change the league. There's some things that make it kind of funny, but uh, hopefully the draft in like 30 days. We're not drafting before the fucking draft, the NFL draft. It's just not going to happen. Um, it probably never will. Probably never should. Even though I, I would, I could do it. I'm sure Crip, you could do it. Pansky obviously wants to do it. So, no, I could. I, I, I talked to Pansky about this, and for me, it's tough because I like, I like to know where the rookies land. I, right. I know it's we're going to a dynasty, and it doesn't matter, and whatever else. But I want to know where they end up. I want to know what team they're on before I get this, you know, give them a value in my opinion. You know, I completely understand. I agree too. So it's a little bit tough, but uh, what else we got here? So we did that. Um, 13 and 14. Uh, let me see. Yeah, break down their teams. Let me pull those guys up and just see where they're at. I, I think, let's see. So 14, Connie Doyle. You got Drew Locke at quarterback. Just a spite. His running backs are. Oh, you, you busted open a Celtsy? Yeah, they're so fucking good, actually. Is that strawberry? They're not like different than any other seltzer, but they were on. Sale. I don't know. That strawberry one's pretty damn good. Well, let me stop real quick. Recapping the new members, teams 13 and 14. Please do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 13 and 14. They are – I'm happy that they're in, first off. Uh, I think we – I think personally we gave them a very fair shake and not being total shit this year. We gave them some expansion players, you know. We got a little draft in, so they they both have like at least one guy on each team. So thirteen, he's got Baker, uh, Philip Lindsay, Kenyon Drake, Mike Gallup, Christian Kirk, and Njoku. So top to bottom, I think quarterbacks don't matter at all. So Baker, Baker, whatever, Baker will be a top twelve quarterback here and there. Who cares? You think so? Yeah, I mean. I think he's trash. He'll be a, which is why it doesn't matter at all. I, I'll pick a Ryan Tannehill, and he'll be the same thing. That's true. Um, Philip Lindsay was set up to be another RB two type of guy, but now yeah. he's got Melvin Gordon there, which is we'll get to that later. Kenyon Drake is a stud. That's his. That's his true. Probably only like for sure going to be a top twenty four, top twenty guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup is. Mark Cooper came back, so. He's a, he's a number two there, so I guess that's okay. He's got upside. Christian Kirk is their number, what, four now? Number three? Yeah. After he's... after Luke and Larry Fitz. And so it's going to be tough to get some, some touches there. And Njoku was never going to be what they wanted him to be. So, I mean, his team is terrible, but it's not like they have – he's got a ton of terrible players. They're all okay. Um, way better than Doyle's, in my opinion. Yeah. Doyle's team and Doyle like low key I've talked to him 
Asa Eric. Loves his team. Yeah. He doesn't hate his team. I don't get how that's possible. I don't hate it, but, but I know that I think that 13 is better. Uh, Drew Locke, yeah. Drew Locke, he just has him despite me, so we won't start him. David Johnson won't even sniff the top 24. Ronald Jones won't even sniff the top 24. Uh, Curtis Samuel won't even sniff the top 24 receivers. Jameson Crowder, I cannot believe, is still in the NFL. Ian Thomas <laughs> is really cool, but Teddy does not throw to his tight ends. Will Fuller has played, what, 12 games in his career, and Jared Cook is 75 years old. His team is but, really bad. Yeah, but what's really important, I think what we need more of is more Teddy takes because Teddy is what matters. That's true. <laughs> Anytime you can work in a Teddy take, let's just roll with that for I'm the rest to. of the podcast. I, uh, you don't have to tell me <laughs> twice. That's, how I, that's just how I think about their teams. Um, obviously, they're keeping all those guys. Who? Let's break down some other keepers. You wanna, do you want to talk about your keepers first? Let's do that. Um, Fucking, sure. I don't want to you change know, your team again, but I love your team. I, yeah, don't, please don't do that. I know it sucks. Didn't, didn't work out well for me last year. Um, had a trade offer this morning, uh, from Brian right away. That's what I woke up to from Milner's surprise. Uh, so he was trying to get Dalvin cook and Mike Thomas from me. Jesus. Um, so he was just going after the core of my team. He wanted Dalvin. He was, well, it was between me, him and Gunner. He just, I think it was just like a, you take your top players and shake them up. So he was going to get Saquon. Yeah. And Brian was going to get Saquon and Gunner's top receiver. I'm not sure. I don't remember who it was. But, oh, I'm on. Diggs? Uh, no. He's got Diggs and Chris Godwin and Odell. Oh, so it was o- Odell, I think. He was going to take Saquon. Odell and Saquon. And then I was going to get Zeke and Amari Cooper and... Gunner was going to get Mike Thomas and Delvin Cook, which legit's not that bad of a trade, but I'm, I'm really just kind of ride or die with Delvin, Thomas, and Mixon this year. Those are my, my you, core three. You would have gotten the worst end of that trade. Uh, yeah, I think so, which obviously is why I didn't accept it. But um, when I look at my keepers, you know, Russell Wilson's a top five quarterback. I mean, he's, it's not a position that really matters all that much, but it's nice to have a solid option there, somebody I don't have to worry about. You know, I'm not, I'm not rolling out a Ryan Tannehill where I'm going, you know, this could be a, he'd be really great some weeks. He could be really shitty, uh, you know. For sure. Uh, I just know Russell Wilson's going to be good. I'm not going to have to worry about that yeah, position nice. at all. Um, Joe Mixon, I think, is, you know, that's if people are trying to offer trades to me and being that I have the platform of the pod, I'd just say right now I value Joe Mixon as a top seven running back going into next year. I just think he has a big rebound season. Um, last year he had a slow start, but he had that ankle injury. And once he got healthy, he was like a top eight running back from week. I don't remember what it was like week, week eight on or week six on. He was a top eight running back every week. Uh, Delvin cook has obviously top five potential if he stays healthy. And I'm really just stoked this year to have the, the Vikings have a, an elite running back, and he's on my squad. So every week I watch the Vikings, I get to root for Delvin Cook, and I think yeah. that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Until it's not, and I trade him. But um, Those are two top, borderline top five or six running backs. Yeah, and I, I mean, they're both young. I'm stoked about them. Yeah. I, I don't really even need to say anything about Mike Thomas. He's the consensus number one wide, wide receiver. I mean, yep. it's really cool to have him on my team. Keelan, Keenan Allen was uh, number six receiver last year overall in PPR. Which is crazy because he's steady, God, man. He's, 
he's just, you know, he had a really good, you know, he's so peaks and valleys, really good start to the year. Um, he'll throw up 30 points and then he'll do three weeks where he puts up three points. So it averages out to him being he's good. Up. Yeah. But uh, their quarterback situation is sketchy. Who knows what how that shakes out. But um, Tyler Higby at tight end. I really miss Travis Kelsey. I was really bummed when we went to a tight end premium after I got rid of the best <laughs> tight end in the league. That sucked. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's your that's what you're going to draft. You're going to draft a tight end. Fuck it. Yeah. Jordan, um, uh, sorry, AJ Green and Jordan Howard are my last two. Jordan Howard's going to be the number one in Miami. He's a really solid depth guy to yeah. have on my squad. He's, just, he's a bench guy. He's a really good, good ben- really good yeah. bench or flex guy. Good bye week, or uh, if somebody gets injured, I can. He's going to be serviceable. And then for sure, AJ Green's old. I don't really know what to expect out of him, but hopefully they get somebody cool at quarterback there and put some life into that squad. But, if he's healthy. He's good. Yeah. What do you think about your squad? <clears throat> I drastically overhauled my team. My team was very – well, obviously, I got last place. Um, it was really bad and didn't really show much. I I changed everyone besides – A.J. Brown. Two players, A.J. and Terry McLaurin. Otherwise, oh, I, the, rest of, the rest of my team is total traded for – so Cam – He's a free agent officially today. Kept him because it's Cam, and I didn't want to keep anyone else. Uh, I hope I just hope he goes somewhere. I don't know. Who cares? Carryon Johnson is the most injury-prone fucker ever, uh, but he's 22. And Darius Geis is the same thing, 22. Um, so I, I'm praying that they both are RB2 slash flex worthy so I can maybe draft a running back. Uh, A.J. Brown is, dynasty-wise, the number one receiver – uh, from that class easy probably the number one player from that class over josh jacobs he is aj brown aj brown he's number 15 on on fancy pros overall ranking wide receivers which is fucking awesome for number two for a number a year two guy calvin ridley apparently is supposed to break out i love him even though everyone hates him mark andrews is tight end number three he's young i love him and terry is the same thing he's young as shit and uh he'll be hopefully a top 25 receiver. I don't know. I love the average age of 23 years old on my team. But yeah, that's big. What about uh, Kareem Hunt? What do you think of him? Do you think he's had, got any chance of being anything with Chubb there? No, not really. I don't think, especially now with, uh, like, they got Hooper for their tight end. They're, I don't know. There's just a lot of mouths to feed there. And uh, yeah. I don't know if Stefanski, that's who went there, right? The Vikings guy. To Cleveland? Yeah, they yeah. hired Stefanski, and I don't know how much Kareem's Hunt's game is all about getting catches. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of the rock, but I kept him because, again, he's young and he's cool. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay, so we got 12 other teams now to break down on their keepers. <laughs> Breaking down the keepers with your Burbs Boys peepers. All right, we're going to break down uh, the keepers as quickly as possible. There's lots of teams now, but yeah. we'll start with the Zorbos division. We'll start with Liberty. Uh, what, what's, who sticks out for Liberty's team for you? Uh, right away, when I just look at it, um, you know, obviously I, I'm a big Kenny Galladay guy. I think Kenny Galladay has got some huge potential to just be a 
stable top 12 wide receiver for the next five years. For sure. Like he's just, he's big. He's got a big frame. He's athletic. Um, I, I really think that's a great keeper, uh, somebody to have yeah. or, as we kind of move into the dynasty league. Him and to me, him and Mike Evans are like, are like the same person. Uh, Galladay is right. a little bit more consistent because he's like the number one there. But yeah. I like Liberty's receivers. His, the rest of his team needs a little work. Deshaun Watson without Nuke, we will see. Yeah, I don't know. Marlon Mack's the one where I'm just like, uh, yeah, I don't like his, I don't like his running backs at all. No. Um, so that, yeah. Pansky. What sticks out? Oh, the only thing that sticks out to me is a lot of unproven. Like, obviously Kyler is cool, but running or quarterbacks don't quite matter. Dave Montgomery is young and unproven, could be good. Uh, the only guy on his team that I truly like is DJ Chark. And, Same. And that now, was the guy that jumped out to me. And now you really don't even know who his quarterback is. So, no, he's he's just kind of a like he's kind of Galladay two point I guess for me, it's just when I see him, I'm like. Every time you look in the stats and where guys are finishing at the end of the week, he just kind of always seems to be there. And yeah. uh, somebody that I, I mean, I hate Deontay Johnson, Nikhil Harry. Who knows what goes on there without Tom Brady? Like, yeah, I don't know. He's got a lot Hunter of work to do in the draft. I think he's got a lot of work to do in the draft. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a lot of picks though. He's got a lot of picks. Three first rounders. Yeah. One four, one five, one seven. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna get some yeah. really solid guys he's there. Gonna have fun. Yeah. I like Gunner's team. Obviously, Gunner's team is cool. Gunner's team is really cool. Raheem Mostert, I think, is the low, like real sneaky. After watching him in the playoffs, uh, I think he could just be a be- absolute beast this year and somebody that nobody would have expected being relevant. You know, at the, even at the end of last season, it was oh, whatever. But yeah. uh, that's the guy that jumps out for me. How about you? Um. I, obviously, I hope uh, I hope Saquon is the next big thing. He didn't really – he was number 10 last year, and he was injured for a few games. Right. I, I don't want to say it because I want him a lot, but, like, if someone's offering you Zeke and whatever Brian offered him, how do you not automatically say yes? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think Gunny's team is going to be top three or four, but he'll definitely – he's definitely a playoff team with those – Players, and, yeah, and if OBJ has a bounce back year yeah. and can be a wide receiver too to Godwin, like that's a pretty solid group. I, yeah, I, I re- actually really looking at it right now, I really like Gunny's team. I love Kittle's kind of the the difference maker there. Yeah, I, I like it. So, all right, Sauron, Midi's team, Midi. Hope you feel better, buddy. Yeah, no kidding. You're not it sucks. You didn't get bit by the corona, and you're all good because that'd be shitty. So, yeah, great stash. Prayers sent your way. Good vibes only. Um, I like it. I've but, always loved his team, especially. Always, I would. I would beat off to those tight ends alone. <laughs> he does have some sexy tight ends there. But uh, looking at his team, uh, there's no one unpro- There's no unproven besides Aaron Jones, and he sucks. Yeah, I, th- I actually really like Marquise Brown. I got a, got a little bit of a chub for him last year, and I had him. On, I think I had him on my team at one point, or I wanted him really bad and never got him. But, Hollywood, uh, yeah, he's sweet. I like his team. He uh, will not be in the playoffs, though. No, not with this team. Unless those, yeah, I mean, you just can't. Two, two tight ends. God, they're sweet, though. Yep, they are. <laughs> Winnie! Uh, Chubb's team is trash, but... I think it's better than it has been in a while. 
I, obviously, Melvin Gordon going to Denver. We really don't even know what's going to happen. Uh, no, not in Denver. Josh Allen is not a, even a top 10 quarterback. I don't know why he kept him. I don't know. He he doesn't have many draft picks, and he doesn't have a good team. So he, yeah, that sucks. He's fucked. Yep, he's fucked. We talked uh, about Doyle's team, so. Wait, he's got nine guys. Who? No, he doesn't have his roster set. Oh, gotcha. I'm still looking at it right. Okay. Um, yeah, Chad's team, nothing jumps out at me. We already talked about Connor's team, or 14, sorry. Bear Trap. Uh, Mox, let's go to the Bear Trap division. Moxwell. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Ooh, Cortland Sutton's the only one that jumps out at me because he's sweet. But, yeah, obviously he loves wide receivers because he's got a – that's a pretty cool wide receiver group. For Devontae sure. Adams, Cortland Sutton, and uh, Tyler Lockett. I hate T.Y. Hilton, but – I I think I wrote this in my little mock-up. We'll talk about this when we do a mock, our mock draft. He's yeah. got the team with the highest floor. You know what I mean? Oh, Yeah. Like, which is boring, but he will be the the number six seed for the next four years, always. Unless he figures out somebody. I mean, he could be good if Josh Jacobs figures it out. Mark Ingram, he finds a replacement for him. But uh, yeah, that was Moskwa. All right, Philly's team. He's a running back away. He is a running back away. He's got two of the top five tight ends in the tight end premium league. I don't think we really even know how much that's going to impact us yet. I, I have no idea in the league what that changes. I mean, it changes for everybody, so maybe it makes no difference and our points just shift up. But Yeah, he um, needs running back. That's all he needs. Otherwise, his team's good. He's got the number one quarterback. Um, Todd will be a really good number two, um, and his receivers are pretty sweet with those tight ends. I love Andy's team's running backs. Yeah. They're, freaking, they're so cool. Chubb and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. That's awesome. Yes. I love that. He needs a wide receiver, too, desperately. Yep. Um, not sure why he kept Jacecki. Really not sure why he kept Alexander. Ma- I don't know why you'd keep a handcuff. I guess he's assuming that Delvin's going to get hurt. But Yeah, it's really um, bad. His, his running backs are so fucking cool, though. His running backs are pretty sweet. Brian's team, I don't even want to talk about it. It's cool. No, Still on. good. Move on. Move on. Tom's team, uh, Austin Eckler, the one that jumps out there because now that he's got Melvin Gordon gone, he's even without Melvin Gordon, he's been a top ten running back, top five running back at times. So. Yeah, he's a he's a PPR for sure, top five running back. Yeah, he's which a is monster. a bold thing to say, but fuck, he's good. He's got Lamar Jackson, which is really cool. Darren Waller's good. Yeah, his team's good, but his receivers are Cooper, trash. Cooper Cup and Debo. He needs a receiver, man. Yeah, and Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, that's he's he needs some receiver help. We were talking about Matt Todd's team. That's it. Yeah, Stuff, boys. First round rookie mock draft by the CFL commissioner. Peter Beldy. All right. Uh, mock draft. The mock draft, draft, which is going to happen in, what, 30 days, one month? I don't know what, what the actual is officially. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, this is supposed to be one of the dr- best rookie drafts of all time. A uh, lot of receivers, a few really good running backs. Um, 
and it's a really cool breakdown this year. I just wanted to do a first-round mock draft real quick. This is just based on uh, what I think they're actually going to do based on their team needs. So uh, the first overall pick is MIDI. And I put on the sheet, strengths include young potential studs like Miles Sanders, DK, Hollywood, etc. But his weakness of his team is that nobody is really proven, and besides Aaron Jones, uh, which sucks. He's gross. So I just put the best, the best running back in the class, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Pansky will appreciate that. Pansky just traded that first overall pick, but I think Mitty uh, for sure takes Johnny Taylor. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't. He's got some, yeah, his receivers are cool. He needs, yeah. a, running, he needs a running back, right? He needs a running back. Uh, Phil, number two, strengths of his team. He should have won last year, so his roster is ready to win now. But his weakness, his RBs are fucking terrible. Uh, Todd Gurley really, really won't do much. I think he'll be a solid number two. Um, and so I think he picks uh, running back DeAndre Swift out of Georgia, number two pick. So you're going all – you're not taking – doesn't look like you're going for the um... – I'm not doing any unkept players. Okay, it's all rookies. I don't nice. think – I just don't think – I looked at them and I was like, fuck that. Who wants Nobody's to take? Taken, who wants yeah. to take any of those players? Yeah, that's true. Who's your most? Who's your best available player? Antonio Brown, uh, running backs, best available player, Devontae Freeman. Who doesn't even have a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. They're all terrible. Yeah. I mean, they'll be picked. They'll be a lot of them will be drafted, but uh, I think they're all going to take rookies. Number three is me. I I need a lot, but uh, I've been saying I'm taking Jerry Judy since I traded the number one overall pick and I'm taking Jerry Judy, even though I do not need a receiver. If I drafted Jerry Judy, he wouldn't even start, but I'm picking him. He's the coolest fucking player in the draft. Um, it's not even close. Right on. Um, number four, Pansky. Somehow, some way he's been talking about this kid for, for months and months and months. The strengths of Pansky's team is that he's young. He's got young potential cornerstones like Kyler and stuff, but his weakness is uh, everything else. There's really no proven talent. So he's picking the probably the most talented player in the draft, which is receiver CeeDee Lamb, Oklahoma. He's going okay. to fucking come when he picks him too. Because he, <laughs> he traded back, and he's still going to get his guy, which is awesome. Uh, he goes back-to-back. So the fifth overall pick is going to be the best running back available which is J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State. If you Google this guy, Google this guy, J.K. Dobbins. Okay, J.K. Dobbins. Images. Oh, boy. Dude's got arms almost as big as mine. He's just, he's <laughs> he's 5'9", 210, which means yeah. he's probably 5'7", 215. Yeah, he's an absolute tank. Holy yeah. shit. And yeah, I like him. He's a really cool runner, really good. Uh, Pansy doesn't think he's that cool, but I, I love him. Um, the sixth pick, Liberty's team. Uh, strengths include solid top 10 guys at QB with Deshaun Watson, uh, running back and receiver. Uh, his weaknesses, he doesn't really have anyone that will for sure get him points. Even Mike Evans and Galladay disappear sometimes. Uh, Marlon Mack is overrated. Chris Carson will be going bye-bye. He needs to take a running back. I put he needs to trade down, but uh, the next best player would be Cam Akers, running back, Florida State. Uh, next up is Pansy again. Fucking A. 
Um, he's been talking about this guy as well. I think he's going to go best player available, even though he wants to take Henry Ruggs and he wants to take cool receivers. He needs to take another running back, and he takes Clyde, the Glide, Edwards Hilaire, running back, LSU. I'm not good at that voice. I can't do that voice like you. <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. Um, I mean, it does. It is terrible, but I'm still. Like it. <laughs> uh, Moskwa. Uh, up next, his strengths include almost all of his players have a high floor, which is boring as fuck. Uh, weaknesses include Aaron Rodgers, tight end, and everyone else besides Devontae Adams. So the pick, wait for it, Tua Tungo Vialoa, quarterback, Alabama. Oh, That's funny. Someone's going to reach for Tua, and it's Moskwa, uh, and I'm so pissed off about it, but it's going to happen. Um, the next pick, I talked about Mitty's teams, his strengths, young studs, um, but he could use one position and it'd be quarterback, so he's really kind of bummed that Tua didn't make it. But he's going to be picking quarterback Joe Burrow, LSU. That's a good pick, though. I don't know, man. Like, Tua sweet, Joe Burrow. I don't know. Who do you think's going to be better in the NFL, Tua or Burrow? Depends on – I don't know. I think Tua's going to be better. Depends on the team. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about, like, injuries, or I don't even know what happened to Tua, but he looks, he looks fine to me. He's been starting forever. I don't know. Too bad we can't call Dr. Phil right now and have him break down. I know. We should, we should do that. Fuck. <laughs> um, the next pick, uh, 11th overall. Is that what it is? 12, 10th overall? Whatever. It's me, and it's Henry Ruggs. Fucking Google him now, Crip. Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. Dude. <laughs> He's a... Okay. Uh, yeah, Henry Ruggs, uh, receiver out of Alabama. He is a he's basically John Ross 2.0. Runs a, he ran a 4.27 at the combine, um, and he's got little blonde little tippy dread things. So that's a that's a no brainer. So yeah, I picked two receivers, the position I don't need uh, in the draft. You're taking that guy. That guy looks trash, dude. He's too skinny. Fuck, he's so fast too. Um, he's too skinny. Next is your pick. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Kripner. Actually, it's fucking Phil's turn. Phil's turn. The pick. Yeah, we got Phil here. The pick. Wide receiver. Jalen Rager. Now, he's a poor man's um, Henry Ruggs, but Jalen Rager, he's supposedly like more compact. Supposed to be like a Stefan Diggs kind of thing. He's like 5'10". But, I don't know. He went to TC. His name is Jalen, so. Dude, I didn't even put that together. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's a lock. I'm gonna put that in red. Yeah, that one's locked in. Red. You gotta do it. Um, the next pick would be me. I'm picking another receiver, T. Higgins, just because he's six foot five and he's uh, a Clemson receiver. And then Crip. I told you it was gonna happen. Have you googled yeah. him? No, let me look him up. The strengths. The strengths of Kripner's team: absolute powerhouse of a squad, like a mitochondria. Weaknesses. <laughs> Weaknesses include tight end. You do not have one. No, I do not. So the pick is Bryson Hopkins, Purdue. This guy is the best tight end in a weak tight end class, but don't let that fool you. Um, he truly doesn't quite look like it. Oh, he looks like a boner. <laughs> yeah. But he's yeah, actually really he fucking good. 
So yeah, Kripner, book it. Bryson, Ho- Bryson Hopkins. Last but not least, Andy Hertwig. Um, the strengths of his teams include RBs. Weaknesses are receiver. Relying on Nuke is going to be scary. So the pick is receiver Justin Jefferson, LSU. Dude, Bryson Hopkins, I'm just getting to the images here. He legit looks like he looks like the first guy in on a train for some girl at the frat house. <laughs> like, he looks like such a toolbox. Dude, Dude, I, hate, I hate him. That's so going to be your pick, though. It might have to be, but god damn it, does he look like a douchebag. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Free agency madness. We're good. Free agency madness. This has been a off-season like no other. So I just want to go through, and in case you guys are living under a rock or you're busy fighting a virus or whatever else, I wanted to break down where some of the players that uh, notable players have gone. I will be touching on every tight end that I can. So sticking with that trend, I'll start off with Greg Olson. No tight end joke? Seahawks. No butthole jokes there? Well, I don't know, man. Should we make more butthole jokes? I don't know. We need more Teddy jokes. Okay. I think. More Teddy jokes and butthole jokes. Um, Greg Olson to the Seahawks. Uh, being that we're, that we're at tight end premium league, it's worth mentioning any and all movement at the tight end position. Old, busted-ass Greg Olson is a non-factor, but he's going to be much more. Di- he's going to be a much more dynamic offense and has a chance to get some red zone targets purely based on his veteran status. So you got uh, Russell Wilson. You might want to pick up Greg Olson. Yeah, because you don't have a tight end. Um, not. The next kind of big news is that Austin Eckler is the, kind of like the bell cow. Signed a four-year deal. Uh, he was the sixth best back last season, and that was with Melvin Gordon around. So now, now that he has a clear path to bell cow workload. It's a nice core player at age 24 for Tom Young. I agree. I fucking love Austin. I don't know why. He's not that he's like, I don't know. He's cool. He's like low-key, you know, real not a lot of not a lot of glitz and glamour, but he just gets it done, and he's elite. So uh, Hunter, Henry, Hunter Henry, franchise tagged in San Diego. Um, tight end news, so it's noteworthy because yeah. he's a top 10 guy at a premium CF- CFL premium position Buffle. without a quarterback, though. I got it. I got an Easton stick are are the options there. And those boys ain't cutting it. Pansky did a, did a jersey swap of Cam Newton uh, to go to the Chargers. God, that'd be cool. I think they would do that. But even though he's the same thing as Tyrod, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like him there because I got Keenan and I need somebody there to throw him the ball. And at least Cam at some point in his career has been awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, sad news for Crip, who uh, pretty much just dropped Johnny Smith. Um, yeah. Delaney Walker was cut. How old is he? He's got to be old. He is a freak athlete and poised for a breakout year. John Smith is. I I think he's a lock top eight. I think uh, it just tan- they lock up time. Oh, the next one is Tannehill. Okay, never mind. Yeah, John, I think John will be legit for sure. And that, yeah, going on with that, Tannehill re signed with the Titans. They need Tannehill's arm and chemistry with the receivers to, to oh, roll yeah. in a 2020 because they can't run Derrick Henry again like they did last year. I mean, he had, I don't remember what it was, what, 300 touches or something, just insane. He's a big dude. He can take it for a season, but two back-to-back, I just don't let him can do that. Uh, if Tannehill can stretch the field and open up the box, giggity. 
like he did in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> this signing is good news for her weight as the current Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry is really fucking cool. Uh, he had 303 carries. Yeah, that's he averaged, he averaged 5.1 and he had 16 tutties. He is so cool. Yeah, they need Tannehill, though, to, to stretch the field a little bit more and pass a yeah. little bit more to take some of that off of Henry. A.J. Brown. Um, who had Devontae Freeman? Do you know? I don't know. Nobody Cheb? right now. I think but... Cheb had him, didn't he? Um, anyway, Devontae Freeman, who a few years ago um, was just elite. He was sick. He was the number one running back in 2015. And uh, he finished in the top 20 last year, but will likely not be more than a low-end flex in 2020. Wherever he lands um, – we think that he signs with Detroit or Tampa. Okay, Crip. I like that. That's just the word on the street when I did my research. God, if he signs with Detroit, I'll be so pissed. Is carry on worth anything? Fuck. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Detroit, when I went there, kind of did some Google searching. That's where a lot of people got him going is Detroit. This is the number one spot, but we'll see. Hopefully not for your sake. Uh, Kirk Cousins extension in Minnesota. So, Fuck. Scolders will march into 2020 with an offensive platoon led by the league's most uninteresting quarterback. With the defensive side of the ball finding itself in Bedlam, Sands, Mac Alexander, Trey Waynes, Everson Griffin, and Andrew Sadejo, what will 2020 bring for the North Country's favorite sons? Awful. Nobody knows. Mediocrity. Mm-hmm. They're going to be 7-9, so. and nine, get the 13th pick, and not get shit. Sucks. But I don't care. I'm a Broncos fan. Um, AJ Green, news for you. Uh, I think they they did the right thing by franchising AJ Green. He's old, and I don't think Crip truly wants him. Um, I would want him. The only way he is relevant this year. Dude, are you trying to connect with us? Yeah, dude, I'm back. I was talking you about, talk about AJ Green. Well, I, I kept going. Um, oh, yeah, you should. Look. The only thing that, that matters this year is that they bring in, I mean, Joe Burrow. Will Joe Burrow and AJ light it up? I think so. If he stays yeah. healthy, he'll be battling soft tissue injuries by week five. My season will be over by week seven. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I didn't that's true. I didn't jinx you yet. So you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek Henry franchise tag by the Titans. Insider reports suggest a season-long holdout. Sorry, Andy. We got a Lev Bell holdout situation brewing. Andy, if I was you, I'd trade him. Probably to me, Ooh. but uh, I, I've heard that uh, he's going to hold out this year. What is what is Derrick Henry worth to you? Like what honestly? What would you? Let's just like break him down in in picks. Would you give Andy like a top like number three? Would you would you take number three overall pick for Derrick Henry straight up if you were Andy? Because Andy doesn't need anything too crazily. Dude, I don't know if I'm Andy. I'm bad with with picks because I, well, I don't know what Chibs, Cheb said last year. I think his quote was, "He gives him out like Halloween candy." I'm kind of <laughs> in the same boat. I don't. Uh, I, I'm always going to take the proven guy over the pick, uh, for sure. Unless unless you just got a dog shit team and you're just hoping. Because I mean, right now a big part of the league is you know you look at guys like Gunner. I'd like to throw my team in there just on paper, and Brian's team, and it's like I can't beat you no. Know, if you think you can beat those three teams or if you think you can beat Gunner, if you think you can beat Brian, then hold. But if you look at your team and you go, I legitimately can't beat them, then trade and just go for it and do something cool. 
Oh, yeah. If he holds out, that's that's a big, it's a big blow to fucking Andy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just been obviously with sports being on. I've been reading articles and stuff, and it's fuck the, yeah. The um, the running backs in the league get absolutely fucked by the franchise tag, and fuck the yeah. players' association doesn't have like a separate holding for them at that position, and they think that that uh, that's kind of the next step when they go through the next round of uh, meetings with the NFL and the, and the Players Association that the running backs need to make added protection around that. So, And Andy pretty much – like Leonard Fournette was going to be in the same boat next year. Andy's got Leonard Fournette who is – are they going to pick up his fifth year or are they going to – you know? Right. So, fuck, that'd be hilarious. Dak Prescott, franchise tag. Cowboys, um, it's good for Zeke and Amari Cooper. I think Dak is underrated, but I think he's fucking trash, but who cares? It's quarterbacks. I had to look this one up. The Cardinals used the transition tag on Kenyon Drake. I don't didn't know what that was. Um, but the transition tag gives the Cardinals a chance to match any offer he receives from another team. But mm. if they do match that offer, he has to sign with the Cards before he signs to another team. So that's kind of where that one's at. It's a little bit. That is weird. It's a weird one, but that's where it's at. Um, big uh, tight butthole news. Austin Hooper signing with the Browns. I don't think that helps his value a lot. I don't think it necessarily hurts it. Uh, he's better than Njoku. Um, so Njoku, which is relevant to sorry to number 13. So I guess you got to draft to tight end. But not, not Brighton Hopkins because he'll be gone. That's right. With daddy. <laughs> um, David Johnson to the Texans. An aging running back going to a bottom third of the league offensive line does not hold well. That um, sucks. But with no compensation and – or sorry, with no competition and ample opportunity, I think he settles in nicely as a middle-of-the-pack RB team. Yeah, he'll be He's okay. just the guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll probably be, I don't know, RB 18, 19, 20. Yeah. He'll, be, like he'll, be, he'll be fine. He won't be DJ one good year, and he won't be even close to that. Uh, but what they did – is the Cardinals fleeced the Texans for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the coolest team in the NFL, probably right now, making money moves. <laughs> Kyler is a QB that has the stones to toss the rock downfield. They were the 24th-ranked passing attack last year, but that was with a rookie QB and a mediocre receiving options. Obviously, that changes dramatically with Nuke in town. Yeah, they're fucking cool. If they had cool receivers, or if they had cool uniforms, then they'd be the coolest team in the NFL, hands down. Uh, with Nuke and Larry, Christian Kirk is our number three, I think, and Kenyon Drake and Kyler. I think that's they're cool as fuck. Tight end news, tight butthole news. Yeah. Hayden Hurst to the Falcons to replace Dawson Hooper. Uh, he's a trashy-looking long-haired ginger with a chance to make a splashy impact for the Dirty Birds. Um, first-round talent. He was a former first-round draft pick. Yes, um, he was. He's got an opportunity there. I don't know. Who knows what the future holds for Double H? Yeah, I think uh, I think someone is going to in our draft, like round two, take him, and they're either gonna like they're either gonna be totally rewarded for it or he's gonna be shit. Uh, I think he's gonna be shit, but whatever. Uh, Case Keenum with the Browns, very cool. Eventual starter over Baker. I mean, um, oh yeah, that's what you said too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Baker has had elite weapons and has not come through. Truly, I, that's just what it is. He's um, the former number one overall pick, and he's just—he's uh, just not that good. But it's too don't, bad. Don't forget to read. read you got to read the last line. 
Get Baker a glass of milk because his cookie is dunked. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jimmy air. Graham to the Bears, tight end, tight butthole. Butthole. Who's going to draft Jimmy? Zach Hurts seemed to do just fine with Nick Foles throwing to him. Now that Jimmy Graham's got him over there in Chi-Town. Someone's going to draft him. Yeah, we got to see what's going on. Toy um, he might be worth it. Uh, Marcus Mariota to the Raiders, really cool. Uh, heartbreaking story. He was supposed to be fucking really good. He's just not. Uh, who cares? I don't care other than this tells me I want nothing to do with anyone on the Raiders' offense. Amari Cooper is staying in Dallas. That's big news for Brian's team and his chances at repeating. Other than that, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, Digs to the Bills is really, really sad for me. Um and it's sad. I think it's sad for you as well. But oh, yeah. I think Big it's time. maybe for different reasons. But most of the things I've seen online were like, oh, Diggs is a crybaby. Get him out of here. Fucking bad attitude. Shut the fuck up, Andy. No one even cares about your opinion, dude. Um, <laughs> the, the Vikings never get game-changing athletes like Diggs. They never get star players like that. But when they do, they trade them. So, fuck. I, Diggs may not be that good. This year, he'll be like a uh, top, hopefully like a top 20 guy. But I think Josh Allen is pretty decent. I don't know. I think Diggs will be fine, but it's just sad. It's sad because Diggs was fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I I really like Diggs. I think he was an, kind of a little whiny asshole because he really wanted to win and he wanted to contribute and all that. I don't know. It's just all speculation. But I like to watch him play. He was flying explosive. Yeah. It sucks that we don't have him on squad Whatever. Timmy Brady. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Tim Brady to the Bucks. If nothing else, it's going to be a fun storyline to follow. TB12 is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and uh, he's got the best. I think. I don't think anybody could argue that's the best receiving core in the NFL. It's really cool. And he, you know, throwing to Godwin and Mike Evans is an awesome place for him to be at at his old age. Uh, Apparently, he's still got the arm strength, and they think that he does, but I don't see him slowing down. If I'm Gunner or Libs, I'm not at all worried about the goat hunking skins to Evans or Godwin. Yeah, I think he'll be fine, truly. Uh, Drew Brees will also be fine. Drew Brees with the Saints. Do you know how long he's going to be there? Is it a two-year deal, I think? Either way, Mike. It doesn't matter. It if you truly don't know Thomas, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because Teddy Bridgewater did the same thing with Mike last year. So. Uh, well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, speaking Teddy. of Teddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, speaking of Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sent Cam looking for trades. Great to see Teddy. Um, great to see for Teddy. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that he's going to get a certain job. I always kind of like him when he was with the with uh, Vikings, but not sure it really does anything to improve their offense. I don't see him busting through any glass ceilings or catapulting DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel, Samuel into superstars or anything like that. But nope. uh, I do think we see C-Mac come back down to earth just a little bit because Teddy is obviously a more serviceable passer and more capable passer than Kyle Allen. Uh, 100% agree. So uh, I think uh, we'll see that kind of regression. I hope I hope he does. McCaffrey. I hope he does exactly what he did or was going to do with the, the Saints. Like if you take – Teddy's numbers, what did he play, like five games through like 10 tutties? If he throws 25 to 30 tutties, I think that's awesome. Good for Teddy. Mm-hmm. Um, the exact opposite of Teddy Bridgewater for me is Jordan Howard, and he went to the Dolphins. 
going to get a lot of work now that he's the go-to guy. I think he's very underrated, but super boring. Uh, Fitz Magic. <laughs> Hopefully there's enough of Fitz Magic left to eke out a serviceable passing game and give him some more running room. Colt signed <laughs> Philip Rivers. Gross. Dude, it's awesome. He's going to bring all his 12 kids over to Indy. Even grosser, Raiders. Did they actually? I didn't even hear about this. Raiders signed yeah. Jason Witten. Tight butthole. Tight end. Tight butthole news. Literally means nothing. The rest of them are like, oh, oh. There's some more tight ends. Yeah, keep going. Nick Foles traded to the Bears. They needed a veteran to come in and push Trubisky for the starting job. What's going to happen is he's going to take the starting job from him and put the Bears back into mm-hmm. rebuild mode. Um, Nick Foles will start what week? Hmm. I, I mean, before midpoint, uh, or maybe Six. right at midpoint. So I'd say week eight. I'd put seven, week seven and a half as the over under. He should. I hope he does. Um, Joe Flacco, Flacco released. It's Drew Lock season. Uh, Connor truly, he fucked me, and I and I knew he was going to. <laughs> I think honestly, from the bottom of my heart, he would have taken whatever t- whatever player that I dropped just to say fuck you to me. But yeah, but I knew it was Drew Lock. So as long as Connor will get last place the next three or four years, I'm okay with it. I'm all right with that. Falcon signed Todd Gurley. I don't think this does anything to move Gurley back up into a top five back spot, but uh, it is a change, and we don't have all the facts yet until we see him play. Uh, they do have a really bad offensive line there, so I don't know. We'll see. But it, it's a change. It's worth mentioning. He went to school in Georgia, so it's cool. Uh, Steelers yeah. signing Eric Ebron is – more butthole news. It's, it's. I think he will do some good stuff there. Someone will. Does someone keep him? There's no way someone kept him, right? Nope. Um, you give me an end zone monster. Big Ben needs it. Uh, probably low targets and all that stuff, but probably close to double digit touchdowns. Six to nine touchdowns. <laughs> Six to nine is kind of where I got him at, if I had to guess. <laughs> Broncos signed Melvin Gordon. <laughs> this, this is the move. Gordon needed. Melvin Gordon will be back to elite RB1 status in 2020. Getting spelled by Lindsay, Gordon will be a goal line hammer and get all the meaningful red zone touches for a not-so-shitty offense. I yeah. like Melvin, and that, I am happy for him. I love it. I think that, I think that's a really cool move. They're going to drop Royce Freeman now and have those two guys with Drew and Cortland Sutton, and uh, they're going to draft like Jerry Judy or someone. I will fucking lose it. Um, they're going to be sweet. Broncos fan. Last few ones are kind of meaningless, but the Saints signing Emmanuel Sanders will make. I honestly think that'll make Mike Thomas's job a little bit easier because you got to cover you got to cover Manny Sanders. So good for you, Crip. Yeah, if you don't own Mike Thomas, don't worry about it. So um, Nelson Aguilar <laughs> to the Raiders. Not even sure why I reported on that one. It's a non-factor. How do you even spell his last name? Aguilar. Uh, Aguilar. It's like a word you say when you're just absolutely shit housed. Yeah. Aguilar. So just wanted to talk real quickly um, about the NFL collective bargaining agreement. Uh, I think there's three big changes that affect everybody in the in, you know in the NFL and are as fancy players and just general enthusiasts of the NFL. We probably want to comment on it. We are those people. Um, we are those people. Yeah. Player salaries, minimum salary for rookies, um, rise from up rise to. Six hundred ten thousand for the twenty twenty season, and that's a hundred thousand dollar increase compared to the old minimum. Uh, the larger revenue share uh, that the players are going to be also receiving as a part of this agreement uh, will increase the NFL salary cap most likely, and that's 
where they're going to make more wiggle room for the increase in the rookie contracts. Schedule changes. The NFL regular season schedule, probably 2021, maybe 2022, maybe 2022. Uh, it's going to 17 games per team, up from 16 games currently, obviously. Which is, that's fucking awesome. Each team's going to play three preseason games instead of four, and we're going to have one extra awesome regular season game. The other big change out of it is uh, drug testing. Positive marijuana tests no longer result in game suspensions. Ooh, Josh Gordon. I'm going to pick him up right now. So that's a big deal. Uh, and, those, yeah, those are just kind of the three big things I noticed out of it. And there's a whole bunch of other shit on 401Ks and pensions and all that stuff that's – you know, super boring and I won't get into it, but all right. Well, I know this is okay. This is so you said two years out, not next year, but the year after that. We are it's going to be a 17 week schedule or 17 game schedule. I mean, yep, yep. What should do we keep it the same as it is right now then? For no, I think we'll have to either we bump it or we make the championship. I think the uh, my proposal will be if it happens is that we make the championship game a two week game. Ooh, I like that. So that the best team really does win because you have two weeks worth of points. The overall point total of the first. Okay, cool. I like that idea. Book that shit. We'll see. I, that would be my proposal. I, I've seen that in baseball leagues, and it's it's funny. And I actually like it because then it just uh, it really makes sure that you know somebody doesn't lose because fucking whoever was it Stefanski? Who was our uh, offensive coordinator that screwed Phil over? I'm Mike, thinking. Mike Boone. Yeah, Mike Boone. There you go. Well, okay. Any any goodbye notes? Any, are we forgetting anything? Like, did we even say shout out to Pansky for being a dad in the last one? Probably. Yeah, right? we we did. I had notes on there. Um, what else? I ho- obviously don't plan on going to Andy's or Liberty's next month unless something drastic happens where this shit gets like eradicated so plan on doing like an online facetime zoom fucking draft um i'll make sure dolly wears like a bikini and puts up like the draft we'll do like a sticker board and stuff like that um what else yeah i don't know i think that's that's pretty much it other than that i mean hopefully everybody you know media excluded uh that is staying healthy and safe. Appreciate Phil and Mitty for everything they're doing on the. Uh, that's a real thing. That's the medical side. Like actually, that's um, Fuck yeah. that's pretty cool that those guys are out there, you know, working to help this. This is a crazy, whole crazy deal. I don't even know what to think of it. I can't even comment on it because I just don't know enough about it to make any kind of intelligent or articulate statement on it. But uh, yeah. It's weird times, and you know, I know people have jobs and whatever else, and things get impacted by it, so I just really hope everything works out for the best for all of us, and uh, we make make it through this, whatever it is, one month, two months, three months, yeah. and uh, it all just shakes out, and we all go back to normal. Hopefully we can have a couple beach days this summer, and just get shit housed and make up for the last time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can even do that Stillwater thing, minus the draft. It was super easy. Yeah, well, just even if it's in quarantine, we'll just social distance ourselves and we'll <laughs> six feet apart from each other. Or nine. Just, it's not yeah, six or nine, and we'll, it's not like we don't already scream at the top of our lungs when we're together, anyways. So <laughs> we'll be able to hear each other for sure. Please, I think we should somehow. 
I can't, you can't plan shit right now, but I, yeah, it's tough. We can plan on at least making sure the draft time, everyone knows it because, right. Because that's always an issue too. I don't know. Just keep in touch. Text us. Listen to this. I don't know. Let's start a book club or some shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm into it. Lord of the Rings. We will watch Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. Cool. Anything else? No, that's it, man. All right, I'm going to stop this shit. Okay. Peace. We go back to Facebook. Yeah, honestly, for the end of the year party, the biggest thing for me was that everyone was there that mattered, including including number 13 and Brandon Pretty pretty cool shit. I love that. We had our probably what we're gonna do for the rest of the of the league is that fucking cabin, that huge cabin. Yeah, that was baller. It was a good one. We're trying. We're trying to do. Um, Prank and I are starting to talk bachelor party shit. That's uh. That's next time. Yeah, that's audience search in the league. I bet you I can just scroll through this. Yeah. Oh, um, here we go. Twenty twenty rules change what i mean the the biggest rule changes there's a there's a lot of them but they weren't like huge obviously the biggest one was 13 to 14 but the whole like expansion draft all that shit was so confusing to me because i mean i wrote these down while people were talking and everyone was just wasted and brandard was spewed on and every every rule brandard proposed we all thought it would be the funniest thing ever to oh yeah i'll do it and i didn't understand half of them but yeah, you want to break down some of the rules? Yeah, we can talk about it. I'll go through it. There's 16 of them we're voted on, so. Rock on. Jesus. My player breakdown? Mm-hmm. So long. It's good, though. <laughs> like, we haven't done it since what? Uh, January? Right. It's about little coffees. You have one of them PBR coffees? Coffees? Yeah, they're fucking amazing. They taste like beer coffee? No, it's it's like a it's like a frappuccino, but it's got alcohol in it. The PBR makes it nice. See this guy right here, PBR Ooh. hard coffee, so delicious. Cool, nice little skinny can too. Yeah, well, that's the bit. But I'm gonna go to the bottom of the board and go for the old classic. So I only ever literally applied once. Oh my god! We went to where for Christmas. We went to the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie. And I swear. Me too. Huh? This year. Yeah, I went this year. There was a girl with her tits hanging out like that. Maybe even worse. It's a crayon. Ask her about it. Everybody saw it. Like what? Super What's the character? It's like a family-friendly show, and her tits were just out. Dude, my cousin, I am my cousin, obsessed. Yeah, is uh, I have it on right now, even though I feel like it has come off. Tiny Tim, Rob's really sold out. So my stepdad, I actually had to go to a different Target. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like the the crayon stays this nice. It's just speaking decent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it has its benefits, but it's yeah. So we were there. It's a family. No, it's a great, great, good shit. And that's oh, right, let's, let's put it up on the This TV. is the oh, early, no. early, early no. part of the internet. Viruses and shit. Wasn't, okay, so there was that one, but wasn't there another one? <laughs> like, no, work no, it was Brazilian cake farts. Why do you know that? This was the internet. The internet had like Charlie what bit was, me Braz- and two girls. Look it up, dude. Is that the one? Scared. The skydiving one? What is it? No.
Do you remember the skydiving? Wait, album? what is Brazilian cake farts? <laughs> now I want to know. <laughs> Should I look it up? Yeah, it's bad. Should I Google it? Yeah. Will my phone burn up? I don't know. It's gotta have. It's gotta have almost. It's like a ten minute video. Let's look at the TV. Show. It's got hundreds of millions of views because it's been on, on YouTube. It's been on the internet since no. It's on the internet. She's eating Macy's blood right now. I feel bad. Poor Macy. I can't believe that she lasted three rounds. La, 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 la.